Cascade Hoops Talk. Billy D, join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk. Get your daily NAI news at CascadeHoopsTalk.com. We're here today with uh, head basketball coach, Oregon Tech, Justin Parnell. Justin, thanks for being on. Oh, of course. So you uh, coming off a, a rough weekend, you're uh, 16 and five now, six and five in conference. Obviously lost a few key players. I'm not sure if everybody realized that you lost about a third of your scoring, a third of your rebounding. Talk about you know how you're regrouping, you know pulling the squad back together with these losses. Yeah, you know we had a great start to the year, 10 and 0. Um, I really thought we were playing well and had a lot of different pieces, and um, you know we could score it. Uh, we rebounded it. Um, we defended it. So really was pleased with where we were at. And then, um, you know, the first injuries, we thought we'd get Kellen Garrick back, you know, really good athlete um, defender for us. And uh, he ended up, his foot being, ended up broken worse than we thought. So we were without him. And then a couple games into conference, Kyson Faust uh, dislocated his shoulder. And Kyson was just kind of tremendous player for us. Great athlete, um, great competitor. Phenomenal defensive player, elite rebounder. So lost him, and then um, trying to regroup after that, and we lost you know two seniors in the same week. Uh, Tyler Heeb, who's a two-time All Cascade Conference player, um, one of the best defenders we've had here in a long time, and then lost Seth Erickson to a broken hand. He and he he and Tyler Heeb both had hand injuries, and uh, both out for the year. So definitely been a tough stretch with Seth being our leading scorer and having a you know, just a wonderful year, but, um, so we go on the road and, and lose a couple of tough ones this last weekend, but I was really proud of our guys and I thought they played really hard. Um, I thought our big guys probably were as effective as they were all year. Uh, we out rebounded two really good teams out rebounding college of Idaho, who, who, who's a very tough team, very good rebounding team. And, um, you know, we're six and five now, 16 and five overall. Um, definitely not hitting a panic button. We're just trying to figure out where, where this team's going to score it, what defensively is going to work best for us, just because we went from a very up-tempo team, scoring a lot of points, pushing it up the floor, to, and having a lot of depth to a team that's really about six, seven guys deep, uh, playing two bigs at a time, and, and definitely just a different-looking team. Uh, but we feel we can still be as good, and we feel we, we can just figure a couple things out and get comfortable with the new lineup that, that we're going to be where we want to be at the end of the year. So, Coach, it appeared to me last week watching the, the games that uh... – Friday night especially, it seemed like the team was really trying to find its new identity, you know, short, you know, losing your leading score. It, it's definitely a shock on top of everything else. And then uh, Saturday night, you to me, it seemed that uh, guys really started stepping up. A couple in particular, maybe you can comment, you know, Harrison Steiger seems to me to be playing the best basketball of his career at this point. Yeah, you know, you know we kind of mentioned, you know, in, with the team the other day, we're kind of a almost like you feel like it's the beginning of the year again where it's a team searching for an identity and, and who are you going to be um and, and we're going to figure that out but we, we do have some guys playing well you know scotty bird uh harrison steiger and mitchell fink are playing close to 40 minutes every single game now i think the least amount any of them played all weekend was about 38 um so that's definitely um a different change for them but harrison's doing a great job he's one of those guys that we said all year if he just got more minutes. He, he would have been producing a lot more. And, you know, since we've been playing him 35 to 40 minutes, you know, he's averaging about 15 a game and, and doing a really nice job for us. And, um, you know, Garrett Albright uh, had a great weekend. Um, but we just got some – and Jordan Henderson, who really hasn't got a shot all year, uh, just really proud of him. And 
kind of waiting his turn, especially tough for a senior. Um, and when he's getting his chance, he's taking advantage of it, and he's doing a doing a heck of a job. You know, I wanted to ask you about Jordan Henderson. He His career itself has been plagued by injury. He's really had a hard time getting going. As you said, it, it's really hurt his playing time through his career. Uh, but, uh, you know, this weekend, especially against College Idaho, uh, he played in the middle. He was a lead, He was the leading scorer of the game, and uh, there for at least a couple positions, he was chasing Talon Pigney around the, the offensive end. So uh, I think he really stepped up as well last week, and I think your whole squad did. But uh, Jordan, Jordan Henderson and uh, Harrison Steiger really stuck out to me. Yeah, Jordan, really proud of Jordan. You know, he, he probably deserved to play throughout most of this year, and you know, we just couldn't find a spot for him. And instead of, you know, pouting and and going kind of the poor me attitude, he really, you know, he really wanted to be a leader and he stayed positive and, and practiced hard every day. And, you know, it's funny, sometimes these things happen and when one person gets hurt, it's an opportunity for someone else. And, and he's stepping up and doing a, doing a really nice job. And I'm just really proud of him. It's a tough situation for all of us. Uh, you know, we lose two really good players that will be back next year, but we also lose two seniors that, where it ends their career and it's kind of been an emotional time and a frustrating time, but I've been really proud of our guys and the way they've been, you know, they just kept, they're keeping, they're starting to fight like we haven't seen them fight all year. And going on that long, tough road trip was probably bad timing. Uh, we only had a couple of days to prepare for kind of running a different system, but you know, these guys will all be better off. And it's probably hard to realize that now that, you know, all the frustrations and emotions are feeling, but they're going to be better off someday if we're going through this. Um, you know, handling your emotions, adjusting your mindset, and, and trying to come together as a different group in the middle of a Cascade Conference um, is, is a tough task. But you know, they're all going to be better for it someday, having gone through it. Well, you have one guy that uh, we both know feels that, like he has the world on his shoulders right now. You're All-American, Mitchell Fink, uh, one of the toughest competitors I've ever met. You know, he was being met at half court by three defenders over at College Idaho. They were going to make darn sure if they got beat, it wasn't going to be Mitchell Fink. Well, that's got to be frustrating for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. It, for him, I think not only he's probably feeling a lot of emotions. Two of his best friends, you know, aren't on the court with him anymore. Uh, two, two of his buddies that kind of got this program back, back going at the national level. But um, you know, Friday night he had 38 against um, Eastern Oregon and really rallied us back. And I uh, saw, you know, all kinds of different defenses against him. And I think he. Ran out of gas a little bit at College of Idaho, and kudos to College of Idaho. They did a great job on him, um, threw a lot of different stuff at him, and um, just a fantastic defensive team. But, um, you know, he mispressed a little bit on Saturday and maybe tried to do a little bit too much, and that's probably pretty natural for, for a guy like him and a team that's kind of searching for how we're going to win and what we're going to look like. But, you know, going forward, Mitch, there's no question he's got to do more than he's, than he's used to doing. But I think if he can find the balance of – still getting teammates involved, um, you know, still being a really good leader and, and doing all that. Um, we're going to be better off. And he will. He, he's a great kid. Um, like you said, he's an unbelievable competitor, fantastic player. He's just put, being put in a really tough position, and I have no doubt that, that he'll be successful in it. So you have the opportunity. You're going back home. Uh, the confines of Danny Miles Court have always been kind to the Owls. As you know, tell us again, Justin, how many games you lost as a player at Danny Miles Court. Didn't lose one game. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. But it is it is a nice feeling, especially if you're struggling. You're coming off, uh, you know, it's emotionally tough. Not only that, it's uh, you're trying to get things turned back around. You'll be at home. You'll have that the the fan base, which is always incredible in Klamath Falls. 
What are going to be the keys this weekend? You've got Northwest, which defeated you up in Seattle. Uh, they're going to be a stiff test. And then Evergreen is is dangerous. They they aren't beating people, but they're playing everybody tough. What are the keys this weekend? Well, I think first is we just we got to get better. You know, we got to find a defensive scheme that works for us with with limited depth. Uh, you know, offensively, we got to get better rhythm and figure out where our scoring is going to come from, just with different lineups and. Um, so this week will be a lot about kind of establishing our identity again. And uh, I did think as the weekend went on last week and we got better and we played Colorado really tough, um, but we're coming home now. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're really excited to be home now, especially after a long weekend and Northwest really impressive team this year. You know, they, I think they were picked seventh or eighth in the league and they're nine and two um, similar to us where they've had some injuries and playing about six or seven guys and they're doing a really great job. They have, Christine Ford is one of the best players in the country. Christian Achille Molly is a great guard, and DJ Walker is doing a nice job for him. So that'll definitely pose a I – mean, that's going to be a great game here at Danny Miles Court and a, and a very important game in terms of when it comes to standings for us you know, be able to fight our way you know, into that two or three slot. Um, and then Evergreen State comes in and you know, really well-coached team by Tim Malroy and um, a team that we kind of beat up on you know, at their place, but – you know. It, we're a different team now, and they're a different team, and it, it would be, certainly be a different game come uh, Saturday. Well, I just want to encourage everybody in the Klamath Basin. going to be a couple great games this weekend, but this is a program that has brought a lot of notoriety to the Klamath Basin, entertained you for many, many years. These guys are fighting uh, like you can't believe. Uh, Justin, I was so proud watching this team the other night over in Eastern Oregon and College Idaho, and I just encourage all the fans to get out and support these young men because uh, – They've got their backs against the wall. They've lost a lot of their teammates and get out and support them. I appreciate you being on. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Hey, thanks, Bill. Appreciate all you do.